Worry is like a rocking chair. It gives us something to do, but doesn't get us anywhere. I'm Annette Dubois, and here I'm going to share with you how to overcome or certainly handle your worries better. And it was Mark Twain that once said, I have spent most of my life worrying about the things that never happened. And isn't that so true? How many times do we worry about things that actually don't happen at all? And partly the thing about worry or certainly levels of anxiety is usually they happen out of context. So they're happening either in the past or somewhere in the future. But in that moment, there's not much we can necessarily do about it. So have you ever had this? Last thing at night, you're rewinding over the day. Oh my goodness, I've forgotten to do this. Or what if this? Or what if that happens? Or other things that are starting to overwhelm your mind. You're starting to worry. Now in that situation, in your bedroom, last thing at night, you're probably unlikely to be able to do anything about the things that you're starting to be concerned or worry about. So what happens? They get stuck in your head and they go round and become more turbulent and bigger, scarier, worse than perhaps they really are. So what we want is practical ways to be able to deal with those worries in order to make sure that you're not overly worrying about things. Worries, concerns, thoughts, they're going to come in and out of our head all the time. But it's when they get stuck in our head that becomes a problem. And usually that happens out of context. Now you think about some of the things that you've been worrying about in the past. And when you were then in that situation, you probably just got on with it. You didn't even consider it a worry or anything like that. You just got on practically and did whatever you needed to do. That's the thing about worries. You can't necessarily do anything practical about it when it starts filling your head, making it more turbulent and going round and round and becoming a bigger thing than it really needs to. So how many times have you worried about something that's happened that you can't necessarily do anything about or projected your thoughts into the future and worried about something that's coming up that you can't in this moment do anything about? Yeah, I think most of us have. So here's a simple way to be able to deal with that. First of all, you're going to be aware of the language you use. I call it mind your language very different from perhaps what you've heard other people say from time to time, particularly towards kids and teens. This is more being aware of the descriptions or the words that we use. Now, when we're very emotional and we are worrying or concerned about something, it's usual that we could use words like always, everyone, everything, no one, never, maybe impossible. Now, the thing is, you might think, oh, yeah, but I just say that as a throwaway comment. Your mind is always listening. And your mind cannot necessarily tell the difference between imagined or reality. So as soon as you say it, your mind starts working to think that it's a permanent thing. This worry is permanent. Oh, I always worry about that. A lot of the times we say things like that. Everything's going wrong today. Everything. Well, you probably find it's just one thing, but then because of the emotional worry and concerns and negativity that starts in our mind, it feels like it's stacking. 
So we want to be really careful about the language we use. So if you notice yourself saying, always, I always worry about this, replace it with sometimes. Sometimes I worry about this, which also means sometimes you don't. What about everything? Everything's going wrong today. Feels like that at the time. But let's be more practical and realistic. Some things, or maybe even one thing. It reminds me, I was teaching a, a teenager the other day and they said, oh, everything's gone wrong. I burnt my toast this morning. You know, it's just that one simple thing that all of a sudden feels like the rest of the day is gonna be terrible and awful. So again, we want to be more practical and realistic with how we word things, the communication and language that we use. My goal is to remove that mind chatter. So how about never? I'll never get this. I'll never be able to do that. Well, never is a very permanent word. It assumes that it's gonna go on and on and on forever. Forever. So we wanna be more realistic. Occasionally, maybe sometimes get more practical and realistic with your language, you suddenly start to feel better. You feel a little bit more in control of whatever that worry or concern or situation you're going through. I'm in control. So we've started to take a little bit of control of what we can. Now, we can't control other people. We can't necessarily control situations, but we can begin to control ourselves within those situations or around those people. So whether that you're worried and you feel awkward or anxious around other people, or whether it's something to do with work or family that you're worrying about, there are small levels of control that you can bring in to that situation or feeling. So first of all, we want to be able to get practical and realistic with what it is and the situation. Quite often when our mind is turbulent, it means that it distorts reality. It's almost, if you've seen some of my other videos, I reference being in the disaster movie effect. All these terrible things are gonna happen, but in reality, but like Mark Twain quoted, it didn't happen or it doesn't happen. So we want to get practical and realistic, see things as they really are, not distorted or worse. And now we want to get to getting the worries out of our head. We know that when there's a, a lot of turbulence and things stuck in our head, it's difficult to be able to see the reality. So we want a simple way, create a worry list. So that is a pad of paper. That's some um, sticky notes, perhaps. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate. And if you're not into journaling or anything like that, you don't need to do that. You just need to make sure that you get the worries out of your head. And what that really helps us to do is see things as they really are. So for example, you might write down some worries and you think, yeah, I need some help with that. Now, again, asking for help is a strength. So we wanna make sure that we're able to speak to the right people, get the right help, take action on that particular worry. Or if it's out of context, then you can come back to it at a time when you're able to deal with it. So it might be last thing at night, you've got your head crammed with stuff, get it out on paper. So you can say, right, tomorrow I can deal with that, or tomorrow I need to speak to this person. Gives you reassurance, gives you that practical help, what you can do in that moment. 
there's going to be some worries you write down and you think yeah I, I can figure that out I know what to do and it then is dealt with in a particular time so again if it's last thing at night you write it down you make a note to be able to deal with it tomorrow or the next week whenever the appropriate time is and then finally there's going to be some worries you write down and you think why was I worried about that because it seems so small when you write it down, but stuck in your head, distorted, and much bigger than it needs to be. So create a worry list. Get the practical help or take the practical action that you need at the time that you can and feel more reassured. Now, our mind is never empty for long, so what's also a helpful tip is to be able to replace it with something more pleasant to think about. That could be very simple, like a calm thought, and, you know, whether it's a place, a colour, you know, a happy memory, something that immediately when you think about it, your mind connects back to that moment, your body starts to re uh, respond in a calm way, and you feel better. So you deal with the worries, you take practical action as and when you can, and you think of something more pleasant to bring you more into a calm state, more calm and reassured. Now there's going to be times where I call it a pesky thought, something that just keeps going round and round. It's a bit like an earworm, you know, when you hear an advert or a jingle and it just keeps going round and round, a bit like one of your playlist songs stuck on repeat. So you might need a little bit more of an extreme way to deal with your worries. So here's a few tips. We want to make sure that we can forcefully stop that. We want to become more aware of the worries and the effect that they are having when they're stuck. So first of all, depending on where you are, if you're in the privacy of your own home or somewhere really private, you can clap your hands. You can say stop really assertively, or you can shake your head like you're shaking the worry out of your head. Now, I know, I know, it sounds a little bit random, but here's the thing. Imagine that perhaps if you have family or you know work colleagues and they were having a bit of a disagreement and it was getting a little bit heated and you then assertively said stop in a loud voice or you clapped your hands. What would probably immediately happen, you would get their attention. And that's what we want from here. We want to get our mind attention to be able to find that gap to say, oh, hold on a second. I need to be able to make a different choice. So you're going to forcefully stop that thought or that worry before it turns into something bigger, like a bigger anxiety that keeps us stuck. So you forcefully stop it. Then you start thinking about a calm thought or a happy memory. Now our mind can only really focus on one thing at a time. So if you're focusing on the worry, you can't really focus on something more pleasant or calm and the other way around. So choose a calm thought, a place, a word, a color, maybe even a food, something enjoyable. You know, life feels quite heavy. So let's lighten it up with thinking something really pleasant. And then all you do is keep focusing on that calm thought until you feel in a better state to take another action. So whether that's then getting clear and writing down your worry, speaking to somebody about it or whatever works for you. And finally, if you really want to get rid of these worries, then I've got some helpful questions to become more practical and realistic about your worry, maybe overcoming it or perhaps being able to manage it better. So what I want you to think about is a worry that you're having. Probably won't take long because we're often filled with concerns or worries 
to do with family, work, life stuff, time of year, whatever it might be. So think about a worry that you're currently having. Now, ask these questions. Is the worry real or false? Is the worry real or false? Is the worry bigger or smaller than you think? Is the worry bigger or smaller than you think? As we've been covering about communication, what over-exaggerated language or dramatic, distorted communication am I using that could be contributing to the worry? So what kind of language are you using? Always, everything, everyone, no one, never, impossible. What kind of things are you using that could be contributing to keeping that worry going? Is the worry permanent or temporary? Now, if you say that it's permanent, what must you accept or change in order to manage this worry or perhaps let it go? And if you said it's temporary, what can you do within your control to manage or overcome the worry? So I hope you've found that really useful. We are and do have worries from time to time, but it's more importantly how we manage or overcome them. Remember to like, share and comment. And if you haven't already, please subscribe.